It's another riveting show of the Last Call podcast with your contrepid host, Chris Michaels. I'm brilliant, I'm lovable, and I'm a fuzzball, and you're over there, and you're brilliant. You're part of the Last Call caravan. If you're listening to me, and my goodness, do we have a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to... COVID. There was a 900-page bombshell that's about to be released regarding Dr. Fauci's ickiness in funding icky research in China because it was outlawed in the United States. And he was using non-governmental organizations like EcoHealth, NGOs, to siphon money to the labs in China to continue these studies that were illegal to be, or illegally done in the United, or they weren't illegally done in the United States. It was illegal to perform them in the United States. So they outsourced those experiments. They had two grants they were talking about. One, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergence, and it outlines an ambitious effort led by EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Dajak. Oddly enough, nobody can hear anything from Mr. Dajak. He has gone missing. They talk about how the viruses that they constructed were tested for their ability to infect mice that were engineered to display human-type receptors on their cells. And while they were working on SARS-related coronaviruses, they were carrying out a parallel project at the same time on MERS-related coronavirus. And this is according to Ebright. And that was referring to the virus that causes Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. So it seems as though that this kind of research, quote-unquote, is unleashed upon an unsuspecting world at various times in various places to see just what would happen. The second grant was Understanding Risk of Zoontic Virus Emergence in Emerging Infectious Disease Hotspots of Southeast Asia. It was written in 2019, and it focused on scaling up and deploying resources in Asia in case of an outbreak of an emergent infectious disease and referred to Asia as the hottest of EID hotspots. So if he is funding all of this and laundering the funds through non-governmental organizations, then I'm pretty sure Dr. Fauci knows exactly what the fuck is going on throughout the world. Dr. Fauci, over the weekend, even said that, I I, I think that uh, vaccines should be mandatory if you intend to uh, travel by air. In other words, you have to be vaccinated in order to get on an airplane. This kind of behavior is outrageous. And how anybody could support anything like this, how this person is still walking free and not behind bars, is beyond me. Actually, we all know why this person is out there doing these kinds of things. Because this person is hired to do these kinds of things. There was a video that came out of Dr. Fauci completely sane. He was out, and he was saying, no, no, don't wear a mask, don't do social if you want to make sure that you stay healthy, just eat right, exercise, get sunlight, don't become a fat slob, don't go out there and have all them 
ribs and eat them pies after dinner because you're going to get sick. That's what Dr. Fauci was saying. He sounded completely reasonable, completely sane. But then all of a sudden, somebody got to him somewhere along the lines, and he turned, oh, wear one mask, two masks, three masks more. Uh, the only way you can travel in the United States is if you have a vaccine passport, and you shouldn't even be allowed to go into a restaurant or a bar unless you show your papers. At some point, the fascism bug bit Dr. Fauci. There's even documents supposedly about to come out regarding how Dr. Fauci created the virus, supposedly the virus, and then created the vaccine for the virus. So he was double-dipping on the funds. Uh, he knows exactly what's going on. So about these vaccine passports. Oh, gosh, Dr. Fauci out there today. Oh, we can't, oh, we can't travel unless you have a vaccine. I totally support that. We need to see everyone's vaccination status. Well, do you know what happened with the Israeli health minister and when this individual, Nitzan Horowitz, was caught on a hot mic? For those that don't know what a hot mic is, if you're not in the, the broadcasting business, a hot mic is when you think the mic is off, it's still going on, it's still recording, it's still broadcasting, and you say inappropriate things. So you hear all sorts of great Items like, uh, all, if you listen to Don Imus back in the day, when he was cursing out car commercials and telling them to go to hell, uh, that was a hot mic example. Brilliant example, and I couldn't have done it better myself. Anyway, Nitzan Horowitz caught on a hot mic saying that imposing green pass rules on certain venues is needed only to pressure members of the public to get vaccinated and not for medical reasons. Epidemiologically, it's true. I, I hate these medical terms. Ugh, they're atrocious. Adding, the thing is, I'm telling you, our problem is people who don't get vaccinated. We need to influence them a bit. Otherwise, we won't get out of this pandemic situation. Now, here's another good point. We hear all the time, like Joseph Biden during his Crystal Knox speech last week, saying, my patience is wearing thin. Come on, man. We're going to protect the vaccinated. What do you, you, your idea of protecting the vaccinated is to get the unvaccinated vaccinated. If your vaccines worked, you wouldn't have to protect your vaccinated because the vaccinated are already protected with said vaccine. How about that? How come nobody thinks of it that way? And let's really define what a breakthrough case is. A breakthrough case is what exactly? A breakthrough case is vaccine failure. Because if the vaccines worked, you wouldn't have a breakthrough case. That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. Nothing else to talk about. And don't say, oh, well, it's, it, it's, it's, it's mutating. Oh, the unvaccinated, they're getting it. And their immune system is so good 
that they're just getting sick and recovering. But those mutant strains that come from the unvaccinated, they are decimating the vaccinated population. No, no. The vaccines, more than likely, if we're to follow this logic, have decimated the immune systems of the vaccinated. And so they are getting sick over any little thing. Now, that's my hunch is when they get inoculated, their immune systems are demolished. And the side effects and reactions to these vaccines are a lot worse than what we're being told because if somebody gets some sort of reaction within 14 days of the second inoculation of this thing, it doesn't count as a vaccine-influenced reaction. So I can only assume that things are a lot worse than what's being reported. So to sit there and say that, oh, the unvaccinated, they're creating the variant. No, 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 no. Your immune system was decimated, and you can't help it but to get sick by nothing. What does this sound like? It sounds a lot like HIV AIDS and how the immune system is so weakened by HIV AIDS that they get sick over any little virus, any little thing that a normal immune system would be able to handle and put in check. You should go to Twitter, look up Nicki Minaj. She's taking all kinds of flack from the mainstream media for not showing up to the Met Gala. Now, she said flat out that I'm not going because of my kid. The media has framed it as she's not going because the Met Gala has a vaccine requirement. You have to show your papers to get into the Met Gala and pay $30,000 per ticket. And also, Nicki Minaj was responding to some of her fans and said that, guess what? If I got the vaccine, if I didn't get the vaccine, I would have the same effects. This person got sick, guess what? If the person did or did not get the vaccine, they would be just as sick as they are now. Oh, you can only imagine. You can only imagine what happened to Nicki Minaj when she said that. So going back to this Horowitz, Nitzan Horowitz from Israel. They spilled the beans right there. The only reason why they are doing these vaccine passports is because they have a metric to hit. They've got a number to hit. And that number is 90% vaccination rate. That's all that these people care about. It's got nothing to do with health. It's got everything to do with hitting a number that the pharmaceutical industry and their allies and the politicians taking money from the pharmaceutical industries, their number, 90% inoculation rate. And so what else is Israel doing? They are somehow doing something that they describe as quote-unquote genetic scanning, for travelers arriving into the country. Now, what else is Israel doing? Israel is saying, well, obviously, three COVID shots doesn't work, uh, so we're going to have to do a fourth. I mean, what are you doing to people? Prime Minister Naftali Bennett made the announcement at a meeting of his cabinet on Sunday, confirming plans to eventually deploy 
the genetic scanning, an experimental high-tech step in screening uh, at Ben Gorin Airport. Ben Gorin, Gorion, I, I don't know how to, whatever it is. We are working on a scanning system for everyone who comes into Israel. Israel will thus become the radar for the virus. However, no details were given on what exactly genetic scanning is. What the, what could it be? We don't know. Now, is this something to do with being able to scan genetic material? And if we are able to scan genetic material, what exactly are they looking for? And how are they looking for it? And if the person is okay... Genetic-wise, this sounds very, very eugenicist. What do they have inside of them that allows them to pass the genetic scanning? Could it be something relating to graphene oxide? Could it be that some of these rumors are true? That there is, in fact, graphene oxide in some of these inoculations? Could it also be true that the mRNA, in fact, altered the DNA of the individual to the point where you can have specific identifiers from that individual's DNA because if they've gotten the shot, the mRNA altered the DNA and it is suddenly unique to that individual? Very interesting to think about. Joseph Farrell had an article last week, Graphene Oxide, Trauma, Mice, Cats, and Booster Shots. Basically, he cites a report. Researchers from Graphene Flagship Partners, SISSA in Italy, ICN2 in Spain, and the University of Manchester in the UK, in collaboration with Rabiriao Preto Medical School of the University of Sao Paulo, have discovered that graphene oxide inhibits anxiety-related behaviors. And they found that injecting graphene oxide into a specific region of the brain silences the neurons responsible for anxious behavior. So you can only imagine where we can take this. Imagine that we have graphene oxide in a whole bunch of inoculations and millions upon millions of people have been inoculated. And what happens next? Those graphene oxide particles are attached to nanolipids, and they are semi-sentient, which means they can react. They can do things on their own. We also find out that only 25% of the inoculation stays in the arm. The rest of it flows through the body. Now, you can find other studies, including the study that they reference here, that graphene oxide is processed by the body relatively quickly. In these experiments that they reference, uh, it's about two days. However, that's not, that is not graphene oxide that's hooked up to nanolipids that travel throughout the body, particularly, particularly to the lymph nodes and other areas like the crotchetoral region. So now we know what's going on. Now we know why they require the booster shots because the graphene oxide is processed by the body. And apparently, if this article is any indication of what's going on and, and uh, validates the rumors 
of people saying that they've been inoculated with graphene oxide, that the graphene oxide is being processed by the body within about six months. So they need a constant booster shot to allow people to have their vaccines updated every five or six months. So I wonder if these booster shots have anything to do with Israel's genetic scanning for people that could or could not have COVID, for people that might or might not be vaccinated. Is, in fact, the DNA altered in a way that is completely unique to one person, and is that data logged somewhere? And can they scan that data with some sort of device of, let's just say, an electromagnetic frequency-based device? I will be watching that story, and so should you. So this is the last call with Chris Michaels. Find, like, share. Instagram, Twitter, last call, caravan. Because if you listen to me, you are a beautiful, lovable fuzzball capable of incredible, groundbreaking thought. So that means you are on the last call, caravan, too.